Happy Tuesday. You are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. So happy Tuesday. Um, hope everybody is doing well. Um, here we are. I'm in New York and it seems every Tuesday I am speaking about the fact that the weather stinks. It seems to be raining every Tuesday. So for anybody that lives in New York, it's a very bad hair day. (laughs) So it's just, it's so gloomy. I know it could be snowing and everybody's going to say it could be snow and I get that. But it kind of stinks that, um, you know, it's just, I don't know, every Tuesday I seem to be, you know, like saying like it's gross outside. Um... But it was like 50-something degrees today. So I guess you got to take the good with the bad, you know, in life. That's what happens, right? So um, here we are, and uh, I have a fun show ahead of us today. I am going to have my guest, Rocky Ramos, um, and we are going to be talking about a little bit of everything. So if you guys can... Please start tagging your friends and get them in on the feed if they want to be in on the feed. Um, and, uh, you know, we can start talking um, on uh, Facebook if if wanted. So, um, all right, before we get started, I just wanted to mention um, something to you guys about an event that's going on um, with uh, Miami Mike. And it is uh, actually a week, well, it's almost two weeks away. It's not this Saturday, the following Saturday, March 7th. Um, there is uh, There are tickets that need to be purchased in advance. It's at the Villa Borghese, um, which is uh, in Wappingers Falls. It is... Um, a a banquet uh it's a really a beautiful men, a venue menu <laughs> i hear the food is good too so i got food on the mind um and we're doing um it's the first ever uh club dance party it's a flashback dance party 80s 90s disco and freestyle so mr miami mike will be in the building um djing and uh, it will be live on Miami Mike Radio. And uh, we have live performances. One of the performances is by a freestyle artist, Nocera. Um, and she sings uh, Summertime, Summertime, and um, Let's Go. And then we're going to have Shy performing his freestyle hit with All My Heart. And then the OG uh, season uh, with Miranda ray the mexican so it should be a fun night um if you want to come it's actually a great deal it's 50 dollars a person that includes an international food station and three drinks so that's not bad for food and drinks um you know i think that's a pretty great uh you know thing so if you guys want to go, though, reach out, either private message me or, um, you know, hit me up on, on here and just say we want to go because we need to get a table together and we need to get you tickets. So the tickets do have to be purchased in advance. So again, that's Villa Borghese and that is in Wappingers Falls and I will be in the building 
and uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to dance. We're going to eat. Um, you know, if anybody doesn't want to drink, they could give me the drink tickets. They could eat my food. I'm good with that. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, but definitely check it out. And we will post um, the information about that. And I will definitely repeat it again later on. So um, without further ado, now that I introduced, uh, well, not introduced, but I spoke about what we're going to be doing, I am going to get Mr. Rocky on the phone. So here we go. Let's see. And hi, Jennifer. I see you on there. Hi to everybody. I see Elena. How are you? Rich, you know, Karen can't see. So, you know, bear with me. I kind of see something. Maurizio, um... Does that say Felice? I don't know. Hopefully, Rock, you can see so that when people are saying stuff, you can actually respond to them because I can never see. All right. Well, I'm going to give Rock a call now so that we can uh, get this party started, right? <laughs> don't worry. I won't quit my day job. Let's see. There we go. Hello? Whoa. <laughs> Hi, honey. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am good. See, your sound sounds better than my sound. You think? Yeah, you're loud. You think? Oh, my God. You're going to break my eardrums. That's good. Oh, like, okay. Whoa. Like if I'm right, I'm right there, right there next to you. See how it works? Yeah. Almost, <laughs> almost like you're yelling at me. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. You want me to turn my speaker down? You know what? Like just a teeny tiny bit. Okay, let's see. Let's see if this works. Let's see. If not, then I'll just move the microphone further away so that it, everybody doesn't. Uh, um, although it's it's louder probably in my headphones than it is on the on the actual station. So let's see. Do a test. Yeah. Testing, testing. Is this mic working? <laughs> yeah. It's it's great, except that I just moved the mic and disconnected it. But other than that, we're doing good. Oh my! Oh my! I say that all the time. Did, did you know that you just stole my line? Uh, hey, 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 hey! That's my line, girl. Oh. You want to borrow it? You can borrow it. Excuse but, you. Uh, or you can lease it. Excuse you. Listen, my girl. <laughs> I see my girl just jumped on the feed. My girl, Lauren. Lauren, who says, oh my, all the time? I mean, I'm known for it. I could give you like references. I could give you people's phone numbers. And the, I already, it's like copyright infringement. If you can prove that you use it, then that means that, you know, that, that there's some, you have some type of rights to it. I don't exactly remember how that goes, but uh, it's all good. <laughs> so that's your brand? That's, that's your brand. Well, right I don't know what it is, but it's it's an oh my. Well, some things in life, that's the best response you can have, right? Is oh my. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Or like I I go way back and I do me oh my. So now that I just branded me oh my. Oh my, me oh my. Yeah, okay. Now see, oh my has more of a um has more of a like there, you know, I'm always like kind of um what is it? It's going on and off, they're saying. Oh, I guess maybe on Facebook, uh, the connection is not good. I don't know if anybody's 
doing a sound check for me on um, on the radio. But uh, I think on here, so I guess they're saying on Facebook, I'm just reading what they're saying, Rock, and I think they're saying that uh, it's going on and off. So I think that's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? That's Facebook for you. So guess what? Yeah. If it goes on and off, you guys, just go on MiamiMikeRadio.com and hit the play button and you will hear us live and it will sound good. Um, all right, Dino just said radio good. See, I love my people. Thank you for the sound check. So the radio is good. That's what matters. That's what matters, babes. We do we do this as a courtesy. This way people can comment and, you know, you can, well, you can't see Rock because he's behind, the, <laughs> he's on the phone, but um, we, like, we like to do this. And then plus, you know, we like to get the comments, right? So we can kind of feed off of the comments. But if the sound quality is not good enough on Facebook Live, please go to the TuneIn app and search Miami Mike Radio and click on it. It's a free app. Or you can just go to MiamiMikeRadio.com and hit play. So um, that's I, that. I want to. I want to. I want to start. I want to start with asking you a question about something. Yep. Uh, sorry to cut you off. You know, I just realized I cut you off because I because sometimes like when you're talking, it goes in and out. You know how phones are. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, long story short, I was just about to say. Uh, so since we can't be on live, which is one of the greatest, I think, inventions of Facebook of all time. But since we can't utilize it, uh, you know, the way it's supposed to be utilized, do you think that that's kind of, you know, a bad thing or 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 what? It's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> that's okay. I always address the pink elephant in the room, Rock, so don't worry about it. I gotcha. Um, yeah, it is very interesting. Um, you know, I talk a lot, uh, about social media and the effects of it. Um, you know, and, and, and so forth. Oh, look at this. They just ended the Facebook live. See that our video just ended. So let's, wow. yeah, see, they must've, they must've heard you. Um, and they must've heard you say that. And they don't want you saying it, so now they are um, they 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 blocked you out. Look at this live video stopped. There was an error publishing your video to the news feed. Please check your connection and camera. If this continues, try restarting your browser. That's crazy. See, this is what happens though too. Is that sometimes you never know. Sometimes people will report you or whatever. There's some crazy stuff that goes on on Facebook. I'll tell you that stuff right now. Um, yeah, because you call, sweetheart, you call. I mean, this is real talk. So, so for me, it's like this. I'd rather utilize the radio, and and in in that sense, that's to our advantage. The radio, you can't. They can't block the radio. Excuse no. Me? So. You know what I'm saying? No. What we can say is, is that whoever is doing this, and if it is somebody that's trying to, you know, hold back a, a man's uh, hustle and his passion for, for doing something positive, well, shame on ya. Yeah, well, you know what, and and that's, you know, and so we never actually know, um, you know, who who's responsible for all of this, right? Um, you know, is it the people? Is it Facebook? 
Um, you know, no one really knows because, of course, the minute something happens, um, everybody wants to blame, um, you know, someone else for it. So, um, you know, we don't really know who, what the reason is that this happens. Um, but I'm going to try. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry. I was just going to ask you if you're going to restart it. I am. I'm doing it okay. now um, on my group page. Um, and let's I'll just be careful of what I say. I won't say no more stuff like anything. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm saying? It's it, I don't I I was teasing you. I really don't think that that's what happened. Um, I just think that unless they really do have like trolls coming around, um, which I guess is 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 possible, right? Um, but yeah. I don't, I mean, here you are, Rocky Ramos. All right, let's try this again. We're going to try to go back on live, and hopefully, let's see what happens. It's just, this is so um, apropos that this happened, right? Because we, you were just talking about this, and look at what happened. It, it's, it, it tried to quiet us down. But again, that's why I mentioned to everybody that we are on the radio, and we are live. So now I'm live on the group page. So I don't know if you just got a notification or not. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? <laughs> well, Rock, before we go into anything, like, even further than this, I want everybody to know who they're listening to because, you know, at this point, all they know is, you know, you're some guy that just made us get booted off of the internet. No, I'm looking. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm, I, I, I'm speechless. What did you say? <laughs> you, no, never. I did not say that. Nah, I'm just messing around. But, um, you know, we don't really know what the hell just happened. But now we're in the group and hopefully people will be able to chime in. But how about you yeah. let everybody know, um, you know, who you are? Because that's what I, when I start my show, it's really funny, but that's what I do. I say... Who are you? That's what I say to people. Um, and, and everybody gets a little bit um, stumped by that um, that question when I say, who are you? Have I stumped you or you got this one? Okay. 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 <laughs> well, you know what? It's like it goes with anything. Some, some know you and some don't know you, you know? Right. And I think that's, that's what our whole thing is. We're trying to get everybody to know. And so for me, it's like... You know, my history goes back. My history goes back um, to when I was a young young man in the 80s. Not 80s, I'm sorry. Excuse me, I'm not that old. Kind of. <laughs> but no, I mean, uh, well, actually, I was I was uh, 10 years old in 1980, so do the math, okay? Oh, we're the but, same age. Oh, wow. When's, when's your birthday? My birthday's August 1st. Oh. Yeah, I'm April. I'm April 18th. I'm gonna be the big fish. So I'm gonna be fit. So you're at, I'm actually a few months older than you. Okay, I don't like I don't like the sound of that. It's, why is it? It's always a girl that is ahead of you. What is going on with this? <laughs> I can't say for sure. <laughs> the female, the female band. It's a conspiracy. Come on. <laughs> well, we're the stronger species. I don't care what you want to say. It is what it is. Sorry. Uh, I, I gotta give it. To, I gotta give it to you on that. Without a without a woman, there is no man. There you so. go. Amen. But, uh, 
Amen. But yeah, getting back to Spanish fly, you know, that's a, it was basically, I was, uh, um, you know, I had a group in the, in the, in the early nineties. Okay. And so we had a hit, we had a hit on the radio. I could just tell you like that. And it was called precious. Okay. And back then, I don't think we even called it freestyle music. It was just basically, uh, I, we might've started calling it free. When did you, when do you think we started calling freestyle freestyle music? which is a dumb term in my book. <laughs> you know, that's a really good question. I have absolutely no idea. I don't remember because I was kind of, you know, like when, I, I feel like when Freestyle, when we, well, when Lisa was on, uh, Lisa, Lisa, we were talking about that. And so she, her songs, she was like 83 she started somewhere in that vicinity because yeah. she was young. So I think that it became, and she said that that was, she didn't call it freestyle. Like it wasn't freestyle. It was pop R and B. Was that what it was referred to at that point? Well, the way that I, it depends on, see, and this is, a good, I mean, you want to get real, let's get real. I mean, as far as freestyle is concerned, it's just like with any embodiment of any substance, there's always, you know, there's going to be extensions of, of, you know, different types, different genres of a genre. So to me, it's like freestyle has so many genres of that particular, you want to call it freestyle, so, and styles in that term. Right. The way that they used to make freestyle back in the day in, in, in New York was different than the way we made freestyle back in the day on the West Coast. So it's kind of, or, or vice versa. That's true. You know? That's true. But then again, at the same time, it really wasn't because it was it was dance, it was club, but we didn't call it freestyle. In fact, in fact, I'm going to give you a, a I'm going to give you a what is it? What do they call it? A cute FAQ? Is that what it is? Uh, <laughs> fact, answer, question. Oh, I so don't. Okay. Is, so this is what it is: is that uh, on the in the Bay Area, while well, whatever it was called in the in New York, I want to say in 1990. Okay. We were calling it high energy in the Bay Area. Okay. So that go figure on that, right? I mean, that's that's an info you can actually ask around to uh, my West Coast buddy. Um, in my era, in my age. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So what else? Is this is it going well yet? Or yeah. Uh, how are we? No, we're we're good. I mean, just so that everybody knows, you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. On the phone, I have Mr. Rock E. Ramos, um, and I just asked him who the hell he is. So, um, you know, stick to the plan. Let's continue on who you are so that everybody knows who they're listening to. So you you said uh, you know there was uh, freestyle. Um, you had a, a song, um, the original Spanish Fly. So you are a singer. You are daddy's little girl that I can understand. Remember that song? You gotta remember. You gotta remember. You know, I it's it, I don't I'm not sure that it hit the. When you came into my world that I didn't even plan. Yeah, okay. I did, and I. It, it's. Um, <laughs> Rock, you're you're, you're ringing my bell. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He 
<laughs> it's all good. No, yes. And then I, of course, you know, I had to investigate a little bit. So I went and I listened. So I, I, I knew, you know, I wanted to know what, what your song, you know, I, I needed to know a little more about you. So, you know, I did a little investigate and that's what, that's what the internet can do. It can, it, it, there's a fine line between stalking and, and <laughs> learning, but um, I wasn't stalking. You should always do your homework. You should always do your homework because it doesn't make sense. It's not logical to, to have an interview if you don't know the, the person you're talking with, right? Well, yes. A little bit at least. Right, but I, I don't ever, con see, I don't consider myself, I'm not a journalist by any means, so I never really look at this as an interview. I always just look at it as real talk, and so as, like as long as I have somebody that I know can hold a conversation, I'm pretty much good at that point. So, you know, I mean, gotcha. it, it, sometimes I actually like to be, I like to learn things as I go as well because it makes it more organic that way. Because if we already discussed all these things and we're discussing them again, then it's like, you know, it's just like I do an unscripted show because I like to be just as surprised as the audience with the shit that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> so, you know, it, right, it adds right. an element of surprise, uh, you know, to all parties involved. So, um, but yes, I did, right. you know, look into it a little bit. I wanted to hear, you know, uh, more about you. So now, so let's continue on. So that was in what year? That was in 1991. 1991. So you were 21 years old. I was 21, ready, ready and ready. Ready to rock, baby. Ready to rock. Yes, 21. So you were legal. Um, and so now what type, did you have any type of, of formal training uh, for singing? I sure did. Sure did. Sure did. Actually, what it was is that I, I, I grew up, uh, my father's a musician. Okay. My, uh, yeah, he's a very, 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 uh, you know, very artistic musician. Very, very, he's like, to me, he's one of my idols. Aww. He's like, he ranks in the category of, of Michael for me. So, I mean, and I'm not just saying that just because he's my dad. Like, me and my dad, we don't even have a good relationship. Even right now, we have a falling out. Hmm. But what it is is that uh, my dad is such a, such a crazy, talented art artist that he should have been, he could have been famous if he would have just just, you know, had his head on straight. Mm. It would have been, it would have been the rap. But, mm. so my talent comes from him. Um, I have an uncle that back in, I want to say in the 70s, they had a, a group. They had, well actually, yeah, because I grew up just around a lot of music all the time. Bands, always grew up around bands, um, you know, setting up for bands, setting up with bands, singing in bands. But I always had that, that training with that. And then in high school, I started my, my, uh, my music education, let's just say. Okay. I was always around. Yeah, I was always around. And then I learned a lot about theater, theater, you know, the, the, whole, uh, the whole acting thing and all that. So I learned a lot about, about sound and projection. You know what I'm saying? Did you go to a specialized high school or a college for that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So what is that, yes, in, what is that in California? Uh, it's like it, it's an academy. I went to San Jose um, High Academy, so it was it's more for like it was more for like the, the students that you know didn't. I don't want to say didn't have a chance, uh, but they were the lower uh, income students, but they had talent, and so they took them out of there 
out of the uh, you know the streets and put them into uh, put us into like you know stuff that was gonna that was gonna help us. Hmm. So hmm. with our arts. Yeah. Well, arts. I mean, I went to performing arts high school, so. You know, we had, that's why I was asking, you know, a, a lot of people, obviously, you know, but that's, you know, I mean, actually, that training, if you go to a school that, um, you know, has that, I mean, like in my school, we did four periods a day. So, like, I did, so if I was a dance major, so I would do, like, some days, let's say I do three periods of dance. And it would be like if I was a modern major, I would have modern dance and then a ballet class. And then we would do like a drama class um, a couple of days a week. Um, but like, you know, and then my a lot of my friends were drama majors. So, you know, we for four periods, you were doing practicing your art form. So, you know, that's a lot of time uh, for four years of your life to basically spend. What is it? I mean, a period is what, 45 minutes or 50 minutes? I mean, I don't know. It's been yeah. 100 years. Years, but no, 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 yeah. So yeah, you, that's what it is, 45 to 50. So you're doing figure three hours minimum of your trade every day. So, you know. Yeah, and, and, I took, and I took, you know, education very, uh, very serious. Um, where I'm from, it's really, you know, you, I'm talking the Stanford area, the Berkeley area of, of California. Okay. And so they take the, they take the music uh, very serious out there, so... I was always, I always had an instrument all through my life. Okay. And, uh, you what know, you, I've always, I was always had, I always had a book to write music, to write songs. So what, so, what, um, what did you play? Or what instrument? I play, I play a lot of instruments. I don't just play one instrument. Okay. I play the guitar, play the bass. I started with the drums. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shoot you no lies. Okay. I started with the drums because I loved the drums growing up. You know how it is when you're. When you're a young teenager, you just want to bang on something. So my <laughs> banging, yeah, my banging was the, was the drum. Uh-huh. I even went to a particular drum uh, to see a drum a drum major uh, that was my teacher for a very long time, for at least, I want to say 17, no, not that long. I'm sorry, like seven years, I meant to say. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so then you have a lot of you have a lot of training behind you. So you're not only a singer, you're a musician, and you also write and compose as well. Perform, entertain, record, all the good stuff, everything that you can think of. Let me tell you, about ten years ago, when I realized that it was going to be easier to sell your music online, but harder to get it to the to the masses, mm -hmm. right? Um, so. I decided instead of instead of uh, recording music all the time, I want to know what it's like to be an engineer because the engineers are the guys that you know everybody goes to. They're the go-to. Okay. So I put my yeah, I put myself through through ten years of extensive mixing and engineering science. So go figure on that one as well. So I do my all, all my own production. I don't know if we if we were getting into that, but I do my own. Uh, you know, production and composing in terms of music is concerned because how many of us know that we don't want to hire people because we, we have to share, you know, the paycheck. I don't want to share the paycheck. <laughs> well, and besides that, I mean, obviously the more you can do for yourself, the better, but also, I mean, I know for myself, you know, I, I know this might sound crazy, but I'm a little bit of a control freak with things. So like, 
I like things to be done a certain way. So if, you know, I don't know how to do certain things, it's one thing. I mean, you and I were talking earlier, I was trying to figure out tech stuff. I get a little twisted when I don't know certain things. So the more you know, and the less you need other people, the better off you're going to be. Um, you know, we were talking, you know, I, I, I always refer back to... Um, to Tony, when Tony Tonesia was on this phone with, with I mean, uh, doing the show with me, and he talked about a, one of the gigs that he went to, and back in the day, you needed the cassettes, right? And he gave yeah. them the cassette so that he could perform, and it was handed back to him, you know, unraveled. Uh, and they said, oh, we can't play this, uh, you know, because it broke. And Tony was like, okay. And he just did the whole thing a cappella, uh, you know, but, you know, obviously that, you know, sabotage, uh, you know, like Bugs Bunny always used to say, sabotage um, you know, but obviously if you know that, you know, like, if, you know, you know that there, you know, you make provisions so that those things don't happen. So I think, you know, the more, you know, the less, uh, you rely on others. So, I mean, that's a, a great thing that you have that, um, you know, that knowledge behind you. Unfortunately, we can't all do everything. So you do have to delegate sometimes because, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult to Especially if you if you're on a time constraint, that's the whole main thing. Sure. If you're not on a time if you're not on a time constraint, like I have projects that I've been doing for ten years. Ten, I've been I have songs that are on the shelf for ten years, and the only reason why I know that by the time they come out, that's when I'm gonna you know benefit from them. But it's like at the same time, you know, you still wish you had that luxury to 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 uh, you know uh, put. Uh, put all your resources into that one project. Right. And that's where I kind of, I struggle with that because, you know, I'm doing it all. I'm doing the mixing. I'm doing the, I'm doing, well, I'm doing the creating of the song. I'm producing the song. I'm mixing the song. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm adjusting levels. I'm, I'm taking uh, it to another level. I don't just, I'm not satisfied with, with the final, with the, uh, with any product that I put out. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. And that makes it a little more difficult too, because you know, you're not as objective because most of us are the most critical of ourselves. So I think, you know, when you're dissecting your own music, you're probably, you know, more critical of it than if you actually had someone producing it, um, you know, that wasn't you. Yes. But yeah. Very I, so true. Yeah. And so, you know, I get that. So now... Besides that, I think, did, did you, did rumor has it that there's something else you do, like your quote unquote day job? Yeah, I mean, you know, we got to pay the bills, you know? Damn the it. Bills don't get paid with dreams, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like for me, I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, God, thank, I thank God, first of all, because, you know, when I was growing up, like I said, I was always around the, the greatest of the greats when it came to uh, art. The arts, and so, but also because I have a natural skill, I was, you know, I was, I was given a natural skill, talent, and so I learned, I learned my whole. You know how it is. It's like talent is only half of the half of the uh, equation, right? You know? Right. It's still, you still, you if you have talent, it, it, it doesn't stop there. You have to learn about it, your craft, and so, 
So for me, where was I going with that? Where, was I, where did I start? <laughs> your day job. Your day job. Oh, yeah, my day job. So my bad. So I've, I've always been a, uh, you know, I always drew when I was a kid. I drew I drew on a pad all the time, you know. And then when I when I started to grow up as a teenager, you know, I even took it to, to the graffiti part. But not the, not the tagging stuff. I'm talking about the artistic graffiti. You know, I used to do all that. Yeah, that was big and then. So, yeah, so, you know, I mean, with all that, all the art that I've had in my life, I, I, I can pretty much do anything with it. And I learned that paint, I could even uh, make money painting on canvas. So I used to, so when I was in my early 20s, I started to, you know, hurt for money. And how did I get money? Go paint on, paint on a canvas and sell it to the, next, to the nearest restaurant. 300 bones right here and there. Nice. You know, stuff like that. So I was like, I knew that I could make money doing doing my art stuff. And so eventually it became where I just invented a, a custom uh, sports memorabilia product. So like, that's my day job, baby. Wow. That's awesome. I want to do this all my life. I want to I retire on the beach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You and me both. And not the beach in Vermont. I'm talking about the, the beach on, you know what I'm saying? Not the beach in, in, in New Jersey. I'm talking about the beach uh, on Miami or, you know what I'm saying, the exotic places of the world, baby. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, any place, right? But you're in California, so please, it's not like me over here. I'm, I was saying when we started the show, the weather, for some reason, every Tuesday, it's like crappy weather. It's bad hair weather day, always. I mean, you know, it's not easy trying to look cute on Facebook Live when you're like a wet rat. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. So you guys, you guys are tuned in to Real Talk with Karen Stacy. We are live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. Um, we are also live in uh, my Facebook group, um, Real Talk with Karen Stacy, because uh, the powers that be booted us off of um, the other my my homepage. So if you guys are out there and you're listening. Uh, please feel free to share or tag your friends because they may be looking for us and don't know where to find us because I'm all over the map here. Uh, I can't do um, both. But um, you guys are listening to um, my guest tonight who has called in, Rocky Ramos. And he is talking to us. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. I think we got booted off because there was too much real going on before. And uh, we were talking about Facebook and a conspiracy theory. And all of a sudden, I got booted off of Facebook. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to kind of keep it light. But I still feel like that's censorship. Yeah. I'll just be honest with you. You know what? It, doesn't, a, it doesn't matter. Because... On an abusive level, though, uh, Karen... On an abusive level, that's that's to me that's on an abusive level, honey. Yeah. Come on. Well, again, we, I mean, we really don't know exactly yeah. what happened. Um, so we're gonna like chalk it up to who the hell knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely, I've done a lot. I've talked a lot on my show about uh, social media. And, um, you know, I know I saw you posted something a couple of days ago, or maybe it was more than a couple of days ago. And I think that was when we started talking, you were referencing like, you know, deleting people, like you were going to delete people or what, what was that post about? Do you recall? Oh, yeah. Well, I know, you know, what's so crazy is because I've noticed, I don't know 
how Facebook kind of works, but our, or I shouldn't say Facebook, but any social media platform, there's an algorithm. Of course. Okay. Uh-huh. And the yeah, and the algorithm is what we're, we basically have no choice but to follow or to be on. Right. So, I mean, no matter what, whatever that algorithm is going to be, that's what you're going through. So what it is for me is I believe that the algorithm has there's a, there's a kink in the chain, there's a glitch in the system. Something's going on, or it can actually be a, a conspiracy. Because it's so interesting how I had hundreds of followers that were on my live, and then suddenly in a couple of days, because of a post I put out, boom, my numbers dropped dramatically. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So. It, it is very. Again, I. I no, it, it, it is very interesting. And, you know, the other thing about, you know, there, there's so many aspects of social media, um, you know, to, to talk about, you know, besides the, I know that you're talking about it from like the business standpoint in the sense of, um, you know, that, that Facebook is definitely, um, censoring, right? I mean, I think that would, I have, listen, I wrote a song about this whole thing, huh. all right? And what's it's crazy is because, you know, yeah, you know, you can actually, that's why artists get, you know, get real uh, excited sometimes because we know real life situations are gonna help us write good songs, you know? <laughs> so, you there? Yep, I'm here. Yeah, so uh, this whole thing has inspired me to write a track called Live. I have a track that I'm releasing very soon and it's, yeah, you guys got to you guys got to listen to this track because it deals with this whole social media thing, you know. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so you going back to the, the the leading part. Let me just say it like this: It's because I have. How is it that I have over four thousand friends? Okay, I have over four thousand friends on my on my list, and only a fraction of a of a handful of those friends are coming to my. My post, my life, something's going wrong with my, my system there. So what I did was I made it simple. Because I'd rather have, I mean, listen to this, the concept of this, the logic in, in this whole concept here. I am here. I might as well let all the, all the fake people know to get off my system, to get off my page, because I don't have the luxury to go through my 4,000 friends because Facebook doesn't make it easy. Right. So... I let everybody know, please, if you're not a follower of my music, if you're not a follower of of my movement or my status, whatever, however I put it, I don't remember word for word, but I just said, please delete yourself, um, and, and if you don't mind, I will delete you to make room for my followers. Is that okay? And I even put a question mark. And thank you, you know, Rock. And uh, so that's what that was about, because I don't want people wasting my my space in terms of if I, if my, if the algorithm is feeding the, the great content on a very low scale and a very low uh, frequency, then, you know, I better make sure um, that all of my followers count, all mm-hmm. my people, every one of my last person count as far as watching my content. I mean, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, sure. I mean, it's interesting. I, I, I see even now, you know, um, in the group, you know, uh, my numbers are very low right now for the Facebook Live as well. 
So, you know, who the hell knows? And and we don't know what booted us off before. I just saw another uh, person said they lost it again. So who the hell knows? That's why, you know, everybody should know that we are on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And all you got to do is hit the play button and you can hear us and not worry about Facebook booting you off. Um, so I got a question for you because I always talk about social media. So let's, we'll lighten it up a little bit in the sense that what do you think about, um, I see all the time and I, as I said, I've done shows on this and, and we've talked about it. You know, what is appropriate and inappropriate for social media? Do you think that people should air their dirty laundry on social media? Oh, let me ask you this question. Is social media, it, would you want to meet somebody at a laundry mat? <laughs> or would you rather meet them, you know, in a, in a, in a place that's timeless and you'll never forget? You, you do them. You tell me. As far as, as far as what, you know, I feel is that I would, if, don't air something that sends a bad tone because it just jumps on the vibe. You know what I mean? The vibe just goes around. Right. Gross. Right. So that's that. Right. So, and I think that sometimes, um, you know, it, it, you, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a double, well, no, it's not a double edged sword. I, I, I believe you're right because it is that negativity. So once you feed into, so that's the whole thing about energy, right? Once you feed into the energy, you give it power. So if you turn around and if, if somebody, you know, said, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all have, have our event thing that we might want to do, right? So sometimes you just get on Facebook and you're like, you know, I was driving and this fucking guy caught me off and blah, 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 you know, and you got to like, you know, rant a little bit, but that's not really like, that's not putting your dirty laundry. That's not like talking about somebody else. It's just talking about something that happens, you know, in your day. I'm talking about like the gossipy kind of like, you know, he said, she said stuff, you know, that, that starts to uh, circulate. And, you know, it, it, it causes just so much drama, you know, because it's not now, if you and me have an issue, we're not dealing with it, you and I. Now we're dealing with it. If you and I had an issue right now, we're live on the radio, we're live on Facebook. We've now just joined thousands of people into our bullshit. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And not only that, I mean, think about it in, in this aspect. Uh, are, uh, you know, how old are we? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, is this high school? Uh, oh, wow. I mean, the drama that, you know, we went through was, was because we were learning from it. Yeah. Okay. And, and we're, we're, we're adults now. So should we be past all of the, all the, the, the drama? You know what I mean? Save the drama you know, for you your mom. Drama, turn on a, a telenovela. Yeah. If you want drama. That, those are the best. Say, <laughs> if you want drama. Well, I just think that there should be, like you said, I mean, there should be a time and a place. Sometimes we need to get things off of our back. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I just, I I have an issue with, um, you know, airing things. I think your private life should remain private. That's just my own 
um, you know, opinion. So speaking of which, tell me about you. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, tell me about you. No, but seriously, so now what's your, are you um, married? You have children? What's your deal? Everybody wants to know if I'm married. All the time they want to know. Yes, I'm married. I love my wife with all my soul and all my heart. I'm, I'm a married man. That's awesome. You know? Okay. So, but you know, but I'm also human. And you know, it's like it goes back to the old saying, I don't have a ball and chain on me. That's not how, how I deal with my, uh, with my marriage. You know what I mean? Of course. You know, it's, it, I believe American contract. That's why I don't like. That's why I'm leaving marriage. It's hmm. funny because it sounds like an oxymoron, but it is. I mean, you believe in something sometimes. You, you live a life that you don't believe. In. Hmm. But anyway, that's another story. All right. Well, how how old are your children? I have one, two, three children with my wife. How old? Uh, they are fourteen. I mean, and I'm sorry, 19, my, my, my oldest just flew the coop. Oh. And I have a 14-year-old, the middle guy, I mean, the middle girl. She's my, my, my daddy's little girl. Uh-huh. And then I have my baby boy, which is eight years old. Oh, okay. JJ, we call him JJ, just I, Jordan Ramos. So you got a little guy, yeah, eight years old. That's a great age. I, I mean, my son just turned 11 on Saturday. Um... You know, and, and I think that, like, between, I don't know, five, six years old and, like, well, I'm only at 11, so I'm, I'm just in 11, so I don't even know. But I, I this whole time frame, I think, I love this time frame because they're still, they're, they're little people, they're independent enough that they're not going to burn the house down and, uh, but still not riddled with attitude um, and, you know, nastiness, you know, I don't know. I mean, I know you raised, you already have a, an older, uh, you know, child. So I guess you've been through the gamut, but you know, I mean, don't you yeah. think that's a well, you, great age? I think the hardest, the hardest to deal with is, the, is having a, a teenage daughter. Yeah, I'm that's sure. What, yeah. I'm sure. The daughters, they're the ones that, that, that put you through it. Well, you know what I mean? Look, it can, well, it, yes and no, because, you know, I'm sure your mother might have said the same thing about you. So, you know, it's all different. Yeah, it, I guess you're right. Well, I apologize if, if it sounded like an attack on, on the, on the, on the, um, the baby girl, but no, it's just, you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, raising a teenager period is not, is not an easy task sometimes. Absolutely. You know, especially, especially now in this, in this, uh, you know, with the bullying, with all of the social oh, media, man. you know, with, I and mean. And when you teach your kids, don't, you got to defend yourself. Don't let no one punk you. If anybody tries to hit you, you know, you better. Punch you better them in the face. Punch them in the face. Punch him in the face. I was raised. Yep. And then I got my wife with the opposite. No. It's a, you know, it's a funny story. And I, I, I've said this before on my show. Um, you know, my, I, uh, my husband always used to tell my son, and I mean, he was, you know, young, he was like three or four years old. And there were these kids or whatever, there was something going on. And my husband was like, just punch him in the face. I go, you cannot tell a three-year-old or a four-year-old to punch somebody in the face. What the hell is the matter with you? He goes, 
that's it. Punch him in the face. And I'm like, you cannot tell him that because he doesn't understand. We're telling him, you know, at three, four years old, they, they hit, you know, like, you know, don't, don't know hitting. So he would say that to him. And then, you know, we lost him, uh, when Noah was five and I found oh, wow. myself, thank you. Um, I found myself saying it to him. So it was like, Either my husband took over my body and made the words come out of my mouth. But, you know, you just get to that point. No, it's true because I'm the same way. Like when you were just talking about that between you and your wife, I was the same thing. Like, are you kidding me right now? Did you really just say that to him? You know, and so now he's coming to me and he's telling me about certain things that are going on in school. And I go, next time that happens, punch him in the face and he's looking at me and I'm like you don't want to punch him in the face knock him down to the ground I'm like you're a big kid use your body pound your chest knock him to the ground I said because if the one once you do it once you'll never have to do it again do it again so exactly. I and and you know what it's it's terrible you know you see these videos of these kids and people them they're killing themselves and and all this because they're getting bullied and 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 everything I mean it's a crazy world we live in my son is watching um even today we were watching uh botched he likes to watch that show because of the whole doctor stuff or whatever right so yeah. So now one of the guys, yeah, so one, well, he wants to be a doctor, so he likes to, to watch that, and then, you know, he has wow. a, a warped sick sense of humor like me, so, you know, he finds certain things like that funny. So we're watching it, and there's this, you know, queen on there, self-proclaimed pro, self -proclaimed queen, and he got these lip injections that his lips, like, if you put... Like, whatever you, whenever you do, like, a lip injection, they were saying you put, like, I don't know, one cc in or whatever. And he did so yeah. many, he had 12 cc's in his lips. Like, the doctors did not know how they didn't, like, blow up. So, you know, my son is watching this, and the guy is, you know, as, you know, as much of a queen, and like I said, self-proclaimed, so I'm not, you know, like, saying anything disrespectful to anybody, but like, you know, this is the norm now. So my son is watching this and he thinks nothing of it. You know, he's like, oh, okay. And then another one, there was a guy that turned himself into, you know, a woman and all the surgeries that, you know, that he did during that. So this is the norm now. The norm is, you know, you know, transgender, they get their own bathrooms and on all this. This is the world we live in now and our children are completely desensitized, which I guess maybe is a good thing. I, I'm not really sure. Um, but it's a crazy world because the internet has opened up all of these areas to, to these kids. So, you know, I mean, it's good to have an open mind, but I have to feel that it's a little bit confusing as well, just like telling a three-year-old to punch him in the face. I mean, you haven't, you don't understand, yeah. you know, your foundation yet. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, you have all these things thrown at you. What the hell do you make of it? You know what? Listen, that's a good, this is great that we're talking about this because you know what that brings awareness for me? It like, it, it pees, a, it pees an issue in my in my mind that I believe is, is very prevalent and we don't even know that we're dealing with it. And this is a part of a part of the decay, I should say, 
or a part of the the infection of mm. America right now mm. with this social media. Yeah. And it's one thing. It's called fearing what you don't know. It's called fear mongering. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They, basically, we're all fear mongering. We fear, you know, everything from how's our day going to go to, you know, if, if we, our day doesn't go right to, you know, what if I knock this guy out and, and you know, he goes to, to, you know, to the hospital and I end up in prison. We're always fearing something. Right, right, right. Well, and... The problem, the problem gets out of hand because we end up exploiting that fear-mongering fear. We, we exploit it. We, we exploit That's the worst thing you can do. Hmm. And how do we exploit it? By the negativity. When a, when a good thing comes on, like a good subject comes on, instead of, like, like for example, I'll give you an example of what I'm trying to say. Okay. <clears throat> this thing with, uh, with, with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Okay. And I'm talking about, uh, you know, this subject is like more sensitive than you think. You know? <laughs> no, to me, I lived, you know, I lived part of that. So believe me, it's, 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 it hits home. You know, I mean, I, I thank God I still have my child, but yes, I understand. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but I mean, but see, it's, it, it, in every issue, there's always um, one opinion and the opposite thereof. Of course. If you always, if you, if you always go back to the comments and you look at the posts, and you, there's always, you know, it's almost equal now where you know, mm. half people give you the, you know, a positive comment and mm. then half give you a negative mm. or their opinions just differ than each other's. Right. You know? And so what I'm trying to say is this thing with Kanye West is like, you got the people that are sensitive to the issue that, you know, he had a family and he left his wife, you know, uh, just with, you know, basically a widow, yep. you know, and, uh. And his other children, you know? Yeah. And then you got the guys that are like, and I'm just, this is just kind of, it kind of sad because it's not just, this is just an example of every topic in America. But on this subject, it's like, you know, you got the guys that are, that are bombing on, on, uh, uh, on the guy's life when he's already dead. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What he did in his life to me is irrelevant because now he's dead. It's like, let a dead man die. Right, you know, with peace. With some, with, if he was, a, if he was a good enough man, let him die with some dignity. We don't have to tear him down. He's already down. He's dead. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm looking. How I'm looking at the whole whole thing. It's like you look at it half full, or you look at it half empty. Well, and and sure, and that's everything in life. I mean, you know, I. And, and that's the media also, right? The media over-exaggerates everything. Um, so, you know, that's always, you know, and then, of course, they, again, there's a lot of sheep, right? Um, all the, the herds of sheep. Everybody follows, you know, there's a lot of followers. So social media, the media, they all create this you know this norm right so we have to follow like a herd so that's what happens yeah. and they they mold you sheep. right the sheep so you're you're being exactly you're being molded into you know uh this uh you know thinking this way or or you know acting this way so yeah i mean it, i think it's important like you said you know to bring up certain things because you know like i have these conversations because i look at my son and i'm not sure what the hell he understands 
and what he doesn't understand, you know, because it's got to be confusing because when yeah. we were younger, you know, and, and not that I'm seeing that that was right. When we were younger, you know, everything was, you know, people were, you know, hot, they were hiding in a closet, right? Or so to speak, right? The, the, right. right? Which yeah, no, yeah. is a horrible way, you know, for them to have lived as well, right? So where is the balance, you know, is the balance that, you know, I think people should be allowed to be who they are, but I also think that, you know, there are extreme cases and that's a bit exactly. much to put in front of a child, um, you know, and, and again, they've just become so desensitized to it that, you know, hey, it, you know, this is it. Yeah. You know, can I keep it real? Can I, can I, this is real talk, right? Uh, keep it real. Hello. Don't worry. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep it real, but I'm going to tell you the truth. This is, I see, honestly, I, I just feel like it's the, it's, it's just my opinion, but I feel like it's the Me Too movement. A part of the Me Too movement, uh, issue that is, that is, is destroying everybody's, uh, you know, how would I say freedoms? Hmm. Freedoms. Freedoms, because we have certain freedoms that are that are protected by the laws of this of this of this uh, country. Right. And the Me Too movement caters to um, um, criminals as well. Did you know that? Yeah, I, especially he, especially here in New York, you commit a crime, you're out before you're you're done. Now, so you know it, it's. The world is definitely changing. There's no doubt about That's that. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. So I don't think it was a negative that that we pass a law about, you know, um, reforming our criminals if they're already out here. You know, we don't want them thinking that just because they're free, it's okay to continue to commit crimes. Right. Well, where you know? where is the punishment? How do you learn? I mean, if your child does something wrong... And you don't correct it, that behavior has now become part of their norm. So, you know, if, if, if you, you know, and this is what I say all the time, even about prejudice, you know, we, we are teaching that. So if I told my son every time he saw a tall man to hit him, I would train him to be prejudiced against tall men and hit that tall, uh, hit a tall man anytime he ever meets them, because that's what he was taught. So obviously, no, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, keep it, but you know what I'm trying to say because that's how but that's how it that's how it happens right i mean everybody talks about pit bulls oh my god they're so ferocious they're the worst dogs in you know in the world this that and the other don't touch them don't go near them meanwhile you know if if yeah you get the the animals that raise an animal and they make them kill kill people but then you get somebody like me that raises a pit bull and they end up licking your face and knock you down to the ground because they're so busy kissing you um you know that somebody you know could have robbed the house already so you know it, right. it's it's all about what we teach anybody and and how we we have to set an example so yes if if you commit a crime and you get arrested and it's really just paperwork because you're leaving afterwards who gives a shit you know i'll do it again fuck it why not nothing's gonna happen what, what, yeah. you know what's the big deal so it, it's a very scary thing it is it is it is and you want to know what it is i, I honestly too i also believe where it's going i think I think 
think it's coming down to the real versus the fake. The real uh, versus the fake, baby. Huh. Let me huh. tell you like that. Wow. Well, if that happens, what do you think? See, I always think that real will always prevail. Um, you know, it, that's how I think. That's how, that's how I think. Yeah, that's how I think. So I feel like, you know, real will always prevail because the truth always comes out. So my feeling is, is that the truth will always come out and it will prevail. So anybody, you can only be fake but so long because, you know, although some people, I was going to say you don't own it, but at the same token, I think when you're fake, you do own it because it's a way of life. So... I, yeah. I, you know what I mean? So, also, yeah, but there's also a thing called. I mean, a lot of people would would probably disagree with me. I know it, but a lot of it has to do with karma as well. Because you know, karma is a thing to me. It's like you know, people believe in faith, and people believe in you know what do unto others as you do would want them to do to you. The way it's written in the Bible, right? A lot of people believe it like that, right? Some people identify that with karma. You know what I'm saying? And so, in my mind, there's times where I think it's karma, and then there's times where I know God knows that I'm about to bust a chair, I'm about to bust a nut, you know, <laughs> up in this. But, not bust a nut, bust a grape. <laughs> I'm at the same grape. Anyway, so, That's I'm, just saying, no, I'm just saying, you know, go off the deep end. Go off the deep end. And so God protects the, the humans even as much as possible, because we all know that there's tragedy, but... I'm just saying is that, uh, uh, where was we going with this? <laughs> Lost my train of thought. <laughs> what, you, you're, you're getting old. You're getting old. You're losing your train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking okay. about real versus fake, and you were saying karma. that. Yeah, okay. That's what I was trying to say. Uh -huh. Yeah, karma. Karma to me is like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm you, if you're getting, it's like this, watch this, and this is so funny and crazy how, how this happens, but if you're a man of faith or, Chris, or you're a Christian or you have spirituality in your life, then you're kind of going to go with the way God thinks, okay? Okay. The way, the God, the way, the, the way that the Christian flow with, with revenge, okay? I'll say it like that. Okay. Vengeance. But if you think, if you're on that karma tip, you're like, you're envious of how that person is is not being visited by karma because of all the, the evil that they've done. So you're basically like waiting around for them to get to get there. And I think that is also digressive. I don't believe that that is progressive. I think that is um, not a good a good thing. No. And, and like I'm, I'm saying it from preaching to the choir because I fell into that. I've fallen under that category many times, but I realized that. I'm never going to get nowhere if I, if I care that much where it hurts my character. Well, no, because you know what? It, you, you, the, the best way to deal with something like that is just release it. You know, you have to just say, you know what? You know, a lot of times you just got to release that because that negativity will actually affect your karma because you will now change that energy so i you know i learned well it's not easy because sometimes you really want to you know like you know i was a, a real bitch when i was younger and you messed with me and within a minute you you heard it from me and and i worked very hard yeah. not to be like that anymore and i try not to um you know do that and i try to step back for a minute 
and think before I speak because sometimes giving it, like I said, once you give it that energy, you give it that power. So sometimes if you just step back for a minute and you don't, you know, um, react like that, um, you know, you can just change that energy around, um, you know. And yeah, I would tell my son, I would tell my son if you're, if you're itching to, to beat somebody, then that's when it's time for, for, you know, for you to go to a karate class. Right. That's when it's time for you to, to, to get in the gym and, you know, uh, put them in sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, you need to have that outlet. And, you know, as kids, I mean, I don't even know what it's like out there anymore. I just know that there are a lot of bullies, but you don't hear about, like, now, you know, there's no real street fights going on anymore. People are either just, like, killing, you know, they're shooting each other, or they're all behind keyboards harassing each other. Nobody will actually, like, you know, at that point, it's like, you know what? You got a big mouth behind the fucking keyboard. How about saying that to my face right now, you know? And, yeah, and, exactly. and people won't do that, because they don't, you know, it's easier, because everybody plays the victim you know and so they're gonna stand behind you know a text or a because everybody's got balls when they got you know something but, in their hands Karen, that's when you know that that's the fake people you know why because the fake people i'm sorry to interrupt you but but i gotta jump in when i have that so, that's okay obviously but it's like, it's, that's, that's when you when you know that those are the fake people because you know why they're the ones that divide strategy the, the evil strategy yeah defamation of character yep. they're the ones that do that that you know will slander your name uh, on a consensus basis to try to get more people to to do it because they know that once you have somebody talking shit about you then 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 there's a, there's a question now there's a question is what 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 was said what was the you know the content what happened you know what i'm saying people are so quick to judge and that's you know that's why that's, the, that's how you know those are the fake, the fake guys versus the real guys. Like that. So, don't you, play like that. So you know what? Or they have something to hide. So yeah, going with the fake. It's it's interesting that you say that because um, I uh, was talking uh, one of my shows a couple of weeks ago. I did we did a rant and uh, I had uh, Mary on with me, and we were talking about that, and we were talking about defamation of character. I think defamation of character is probably one of the worst things that someone can do like to me that's the worst thing because you know what we have nothing if if not our reputation and our character and if somebody has to knock you down so that they can look better then they got problems and the sadder thing is when people tend to, like you said, they believe these things that are being said because nine times out of the 10, the person whose character is being attacked is probably not the one trying to prove something otherwise. And I was saying this during my show, you know, um, I, I, the people say that, you know, it, if you're innocent, you're not so quick to defend yourself because you know you're innocent. The guilty are quicker to defend themselves because they're trying to cover up something. So most of the time, somebody that is trying to um, attack someone else's character are doing it, yeah. like you said, they have, um, you know, an agenda. And the way they look better is to make other people look worse. 
And, you know, you should be able to, I think there's enough room in this world for us all to be successful and happy. I don't think that one person has to be less than another person for, for you to be successful, right? Like, wouldn't you like... Well, you know what? I've always said that, that that's what I've always said about, about how you know that you have, uh, there's a difference between a boy and a man, you know, because a boy is anxious and a man is confident, you know what I'm saying? And sure. so when you become a, a, a confident man, you, it's all about your energy. What it, what are you doing with that energy? Right. You know, because we have so much potential as human beings, we don't even realize the potential that we have to destroy mountains, to, you know, build, uh, you know, skyscrapers. We don't even realize the, 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 the potential to, uh, for great things that we can do for the world and, you know, people around us, basically. Right. You know? Of course, because everybody's so, you know, dead sending, it's had the dead scent on set, excuse me, on, uh, you know, on ruining someone else. So, yeah, I mean, it's just wasted energy. But it's funny that you, you talked about that with deformation of character because that is something that I think is, um, I mean, I, I, that's that's like a crime in my opinion. I mean, it really yeah. is. It's a crime. It really is. It's a crime because, you know what, rumors are the worst things in the world because people will believe them and it can hurt so many people. You know, if somebody says something degrading about me, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a daughter-in-law, you know, I'm a lot of things to a lot of people. And if they hear something like that about me, and how is that, like, that's like, you know, if my father heard certain things that were said or my mother-in-law heard certain things that were said, she would lose her mind because, you know, it's like you don't talk about people like that, you know? So I really could care less, to be honest with you, because I always, like, come from the school of thought that when they stop talking is when you should worry but I, I do definitely not appreciate anybody that puts somebody else down to make themselves look better. Because honestly, yeah. if you're saying to somebody, if you're saying to somebody like, you know, you and I are very real when we speak. If I uh, finish this conversation and then I turn around and do a Facebook Live and I say, yeah, you know, I had this guy on my show and like he thought he was real, but he's not, I'm real. He's not real. Like he thinks he's real. You know what I mean? Like what purpose would that serve? I My feeling would be, well, you know what? I love the fact that I actually got to talk to somebody else that was on the same like, you know, playing field as me so that now we're both real I you know it was probably too much real for the freaking airwaves um you know and and therefore build up one another as opposed to trying to knock the other person down exactly exactly and you know what I mean why why use our energy for those for that right for those things anyway right you know what I'm saying right I, I agree. And that's what I'm saying. And then it's, it's what energy you're putting out there. I do. I like, I, I did a show on law of attraction. You know, the energy that you put out into the universe is what comes uh, right. 
what comes back to you. So if you're going to put that out there and you know, then that's, what's going to come back. So, you know, that's why when you have all these woe is me people that are always the victim, you know, you have to sit there and say, okay, you know, when things happen with me, I say to myself, okay, where's the common denominator me. So what am I doing? Yeah. You know what? It's so interesting how you're saying that though, because you know why, what I believe, I believe that, me too doesn't all only apply to the other person. Me too also applies to yourself in the sense of is you can you can sabotage your own absolutely uh, uh, thought thought process by by net negating yep. that that energy in the wrong place. Yeah, I'm talking about ego. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because yep. uh, we gotta always think about our actions will always affect somebody else. Yep, it's always gonna affect our surrounding our I, can, I don't know. I mean, that's why, like, I can't smoke pot because I can't, you know, you, if you smoke pot, you can't finish, like, a sentence because you forgot what you were talking about when you opened up your mouth. So, you know, I, I'm the yeah. worst. I, I Believe me, I try my best because, you know, sometimes, you know, that's what happens. I think the thing is, too, is that we have so many things going on. We're like, there's that meme out there, right? Like, I'm like a computer. I got all these windows open, <laughs> And my and it's and one of them is crashing, and that's what happens. It's like you have all these windows open, so you're thinking about the show, you're thinking about what you have to do in 20 minutes, you're thinking about what you have to do tomorrow, you're thinking about the next thing you want to talk about, you're thinking about you know what time your kid is gonna wake up, you know you're thinking about all of these things, and then you're trying to do a live show and remember what the hell you were talking about. So you know it's not really easy to do. <laughs> We got a lot going on here, you know, and then we're going in a little deep. So you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And on the phone with me is Rocky Ramos. And uh, we are keeping it real tonight. And we are talking about like a little bit of, I would say, everything, right? A little bit of, little bit of everything. A little you bit gotta, of everything. You got to try you got to try to tap into everything, but focus on one thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, so, yeah, there's always, well, you know, it, it always comes, well, well, look, all of the conversations have been coming full circle, right? Because it, it all ties in together, um, you know. So here's a question. Why do you think people lie? <clears throat> wow. I know. That is such, I mean, as simple a question as that is, that's also one of those uh, complex. Complex, uh, you know. Yeah, there's it's it's there's like you can well, do. Well, there's a yin and a yang. You yep. know, where you have the you have like the the good and the bad of that this, of of the energy of that. Right. Question. So it's like it's like on the good point, you know. I mean, there is no good why people lie. First yeah. Of all. Right. But but in terms of how you're gonna uh, interpret what I'm about to say about lies is about people lying is that I just feel like it's because people are insecure of their destiny. Okay? Mm -hmm. Let's keep it real, people. If you knew where you were going, would you have a care in the world? Give me a break. Huh. Okay? That's a good way to look at it. time nor the luxury to dignify a bad moment in your life because it's not worth it. It's only like 
toilet paper going down the, the toilet. Not a youth piece, all right? Not even a youth piece, all right? You feel me? I mean, I'm just saying people lie because there's a lot of reasons why they lie, okay? Depending on who, who the, the, the lie is coming from, the source is coming from, yeah, it depends on their motive. Yeah. And a lot of times, and, and more often than not, we have, you know, bad people, uh, so many bad people in this world that when they're lying, it's for an evil, bad motive. I'm sorry. You know? I, and I, the, th the thing that I just don't get is like it takes so much energy to lie because now you got to cover your tracks. So if you, yeah. you know, if, like yeah, yeah, so like that's like I have enough. Look, you can't even finish a, a, a thought in, in your sentence, right? You kept losing it. So imagine if you were lying on top of that because now you'd have to come up with more stuff to cover up the other stuff. Like, you know, at what point is like, you know, do we just like be organic and real? Like, why do you lie? Like, I just, I, I'm. Well, it, it, it falls under the false, the false conception of, of that. Also, with a lie exists a white lie. There is no such thing as a good lie, people. Get it through your head. It's, I mean, and I'm speaking to the, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. Okay, when when you lie. What's your lie? What, what is it aimed at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I mean, I guess it, you're, I mean, people lie what to, see, I think some people just lie as, um, like, they can't help it, you know? Um, I, I know people that are like that, and, like, and they, maybe, like you said, the white lie, they, maybe they want an aspect of that to actually be true, um, so they lie and they almost, um, believe their own lies at that point, you know, um, which I'm not sure what that, why they do that, but do you have yeah, some, because they're narcissistic. Ah. listen, it's because they're narcissistic, narcissistic people, narcissistic behavior is the type of behavior that is, is it's erratic. Yeah. It, the timing, there's no, there's no such thing as timing with narcissistic people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So what do they do? They gravitate towards something that they conjure up in their brain that they think is, is, is you know, resourceful. But really, it's, what's the opposite of resourceful? Uncounterproductive, uh, uh, un or what is it called? Uh, unproductive. Yeah, it's just counter. It's counterintuitive. I don't know, but yeah, it's like it just doesn't work for a good, a good cause. So it's like people just they lie because sometimes they're trying to move ahead on something, and they figure in order to move ahead, I must, I must make it seem and alter the truth from which it, it is, so that we can twist it so I can twist it so bad that I have I have the world confused. Yeah. Oh my God. You know. They're so good at it. They're so good at it that they actually study on it. That's how evil lies are. Wow. How it is. How bad it is. No? Yeah, I and I, I, I it, and then so like then the question is when you know someone is lying to you, what do you do? Do you call them out on it, or do you just wait and and let it you know surface? Like what what do you like if you know somebody's lying to you? How do you handle that? Well, it just depends. You know, you got also a mature person will go back to the old saying 
you know, you got to pick your battles. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You, yep. you have to learn to pick your battles. I think that's so important in the, in, in the future that if you don't know how to pick, that's why it takes a good president to run the country. Because if you don't know how to pick, pick your battles, like the art of a deal, you know what I'm saying? If yep. you don't know how to pick your battles, I'm just saying. Yeah. Excuse my, excuse my uh, you know, my, the direction I went there. But I'm just saying, if you don't know how to pick your battles, you're going to find yourself in a battle that you can't, that you can't possibly win. Right. And I'm not, I, I don't, I don't like to find myself in upper positions like that because I'm a control freak. I'm going to win every fight. I'm going to win. I'm going to take down every opponent. I am going to be the victor man on the top of the hill. That's the way it is with me. So it's like, I won't open my mouth to let whatever comes out get the truth. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I, I get that and I respect that. I would rather, I, I was having this conversation with my son. I was talking about it actually, I, I don't remember which show it was, but I was just talking about it recently. And I was saying, you know, just tell me the truth. Because as long as you tell mommy the truth, I, I got your back. I'll take care of it and I'll deal with you. So if something happens, like I was telling him, like going back to the bullying thing, right? And I told him, it happens again, punch him in the face. And I said to him, here's what I'm going to do. Because, you know, my son, he knows that there are consequences to pay because I hold him accountable. So when he's in school, he wants to be a good boy because he knows that those are the rules. So he knows that the rules are not to hit people. So he won't break the rule because he's not a rule breaker. So I said to him, point blank, I said, here's the deal. I said, if something happens... You do what you have to do, whatever it is. And when they call me, I get the phone call. I'm going to say, I want to go. I want to speak to my son. I'm going to talk to you. You're going to tell me what happened. And then I will deal with them. And then I will deal with you. But you have to always tell me the truth. Because if you make me look bad by me not knowing the truth and I'm defending you, then we're going to have a problem. So you got to be honest with me. So that's how I feel about everything. Just tell me what I'm dealing with so I know how to deal with it. And I feel like if people in life, if they knew what they were dealing with, they would do a better job at dealing than how they may do now. What Rock, what do you got going on over there? Because there's some type of, it's like a squeaking noise that keeps coming through and uh, my ears are about to explode. Is there some background or something over there? With, it sounds like a bird chirping. I can't even, I don't know what it is. No, I have nothing. It could be on your end. It could be your microphone. It could be anything, but okay. I have nothing playing in the background. Everything's clean. Okay, cool. So it's it's might have just I, I don't know what it was, but um, but yeah, I mean, so I mean, I, do you raise your children the same way? I mean, do you tell them, you know, just tell me the truth, and I got your back? You know, it's uh, that one. I'm gonna tell you like this is very tricky. It's very tricky with with kids nowadays. In the sense of this is that. I have a good relationship with my kids. Don't get me wrong. I have a very, very close relationship with them. But the fact of the matter is that I don't have the same type of ethic, values, and belief system that the school system has. Mm -hmm. So what I'm battling is the way that I'm raising my kids with along with the way the system is trying to raise them against my better judgment and against my, my values. Mm. It's just... It's a it's a constant battle for me because I'm seeing these kids that their that their attention span is very minimal now. They don't read books as much. 
and they're always more or less going to be on their their. If you have, if you bought them an iPhone, shame on you. If you bought them a phone, shame on you. And I'm talking to myself. They shouldn't they shouldn't have a phone to me. If in the real world, let's talk about having a phone when you're maybe 15, 16 years old. Okay, but between you know the age of eight and and you know a certain age, I think you shouldn't. The kids shouldn't have any type of device in their hand. Maybe you know Xbox is okay because it you know helps out with with giving them something to do. But I think we got lazy. We got lazy raising our kids, and we think that the phone's going to raise them. But I think what's happening is that it's raising their character awareness. And not everything on the internet is is what I believe in or things that I want them to see. So I'm battling these things. And then you know my daughter, she's 14. You know she she was I was trying to raise her with having a sense of, of, of innocence. Right. And I don't mind, I don't mind her, you know, having an awareness to what the real world is about, but at the same time, not to where it's traumatizing to the character and the future thereof. Right. Well, I, I, I completely agree with that because kids should try to be, you know, we should keep them as innocent as we can, uh, you know, and, and not innocent as in naive, but innocent as in children, you know, um, and, and so like, uh, you know, I'll give you a, for instance, um, you know, there's a, a thing going on in New York about um, the the Gardasil, um, uh, uh, you know, HPV um, vaccine. So uh-huh. they're trying to mandate that. So I said, so when I took my son in for his physical, he had a, a stuffed animal with him, a little uh, piggy thing or whatever, a little stuffed animal that he was holding. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. said, so now they're trying to mandate it that I have to give my son a, a vaccine that is supposed to be for sexually transmitted diseases. And he just walked in here with a stuffed animal in his hand. It, like, what's wrong with this picture? You know, like, I, and, and, and so, like, if, if we, I want, like, if my son, don't get me wrong, if my son was sexually active, um, you know, then it's a different conversation and, you know, exactly. you, you should have the ability to make that choice, but I should not and be. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. They're making me forced to teach my kids and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't mean to, to interrupt you, but okay. I'm going to hit the point. Yep. I'm going to hit the point that you hit because for me, it's like, you know, we all know somebody who's, um, you know, uh, you know, the opposite of straight. We all know somebody who, you know, or, or we have friends that are, or we know uh, friends that have friends that are. You know, it's like, it's not a, a, we know that it's not a far circle. Right. But if you choose, if you choose to, um, to that's your environment, well, then, you know, go have at it. But I've always been, I've always, I'm, I've always been about choice. Right. To me, it's like, if I have a choice, on how to raise my children, I don't want the government hand in it. I don't want I don't want an outside influence on raising my children. I agree. Like with that, that goes for, yeah, that goes from my ethics to my beliefs to my moral system to whatever it is that I feel my children should have under my own thought process of the way I want to raise my children. Amen. Amen. So, why should the government 
or any you know governmental uh, uh, place that they have to go to, such as school, the schooling system. Why should they force me to teach my kids? You know, when she's 14 years old, yes, she she has, you know, she's gotten her her monthly you know thing, right? Okay, right. So, but I can have that conversation with her at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? First, let me talk to her first, and then you got you can go ahead and teach all the times you want. You know, that's so, different. But you shouldn't have to force me to to let them see that they have to know what what it is to be transgender. That's just for me. It's like it's, that's not that is not uh, for the school system to decide. That's my that should be. And I'm not just talking about that issue, but any issue for that. So I, you know what, and, and I agree with you, um, uh, you know, with, with that is that, you know, we, it, the problem is, is that we are in America and so we're supposed to have the freedom of choice. So, you know, what does that mean at this point? Because the freedom, freedom of choice is now becoming, um, less and less. So, you know, there was just, I was, again, I'm going back to this because it's something that I followed. Um, you know, and California, where you live, was affected by this, as was New York. You know, there was a, a repeal for religious exemptions, and they no longer, you know, now if you your child cannot go to school, whether it be public or private, without, um, you know, vaccines and, you know, certain things. Now, you know, they, there was such thing as a religious exemption. Um, you know, there were certain opportunities where that was a different, um, you know, it was different. So now the, the, the government basically, um, took away the our rights as um you know as parents as for religious beliefs whatever it is they took away you know your rights so whether or not you're and again i'm just giving an example i'm not making this about you know pro vaccine or anti vaccine i'm just very anti you know establishment in that case because why is it that we have we have people that come here from all other countries and they bow down to allah or whoever at noon and they were on the floor and that's okay and respected but as an american citizen when people don't share when when people have religious beliefs and they do not want the government telling them what they have to do to their bodies that you know it's against their religion why is it okay in one aspect but it isn't okay in another aspect so it's scary because yeah. they the, the fact yeah. of the matter is is that you're they're taking away our rights so i agree with you that you know we we should know our children and we should make the choices for our children in the same breath i'm going to say that the reason why the schools and the government have had to step in is because there are so many parents that are not hands-on and that are not uh, teaching their children these things. They're not having these conversations with their children. So the government feels that they have to step in to protect the masses because these these other people are not doing what they're supposed to do. So my 11-year-old that is not having sex and that is has a stuffed animal when he goes to an appointment 
is supposed to get a vaccine that is for a sexually transmitted disease. So there's got to be like a, a, a happy medium somewhere there where I can say, well, hey, you know what? My son is not having sex right now, so he really doesn't need something, uh, you know, and, and now you have to explain to him what he's getting. So now if he says to me, well, mommy, what is that for? You get mom's rubella. Okay, we know what that's for. It's for mom's, it's for rubella. Now they're going to give him a vaccine for um, for sexually transmitted disease. He's going to look at me and go, why are they giving me a vaccine for sexually transmitted disease? Oh, well, maybe I should go have sex now then. Like if they're giving me the vaccine, then maybe I should be having sex. You know what I'm saying? So it's... Yeah, you know, I, used to, I, I know exactly what you're saying because I used to think that about... Uh, you know, handing out condoms in, in school, you know, in, in junior high school. Yeah. It's like, what business do these kids need to know about what their bodies are telling them right now? <clears throat> and, and you know, well, if you're going to do it, it's like, to me, it's just kind of like they're gas. They're putting the gas to, to the match, you know, and or, it, the, or the match to the, to the gas. Yeah, and, ag know? and again, the flip side to that is, the you know, I mean, the, the, the hope is that if they're gonna do it anyway, uh, and they don't have the resources to purchase the condoms, that they have the condoms, which would you know stop you know the STDs and the pregnancies. So it's a double-edged sword. But the the issue is, is that if somebody isn't having that dialogue with these children, they're not going to be any the wiser one way or another. Because to be honest with you, if there's a parent that's raising their children and their child is having sex at 11 years old, then the odds are that they're still not going to grab that free condom and use it, right? So, yeah, <laughs> you know, so, you know, so that's the hard part is that I do understand the intervention, so to speak, because, you know, you, you want to keep everyone safe and, you know, out of harm's way. And sometimes people do have to step in because, you know, the, the parents don't. So, you know, you, you made a comment before we got lazy, um, which in terms of like, you know, the, the, yeah, I mean, the iPad became a babysitter, right? I mean, you know, you go to a restaurant, they misbehave, you hand them the iPad so you can finish eating your food. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah, you know what, going back to the, uh, what you were talking about. I honestly believe that there is a, a slight conspiracy, though, about the condom in school. Okay. I'm going to tell you what, what it is. See, this is what, to me, has started the whole liberal. But, I mean, but I'm not talking politics. I'm just making a, what do you call it, a, a, a point. I'm just making a point. Okay. Okay, look at um, You know, they, they started to give, they started to give, this is what I believe. I believe that the bad part of the government the bad part, because there's a good and bad in everything. Sure. And the good, the bad part of the government is that it's it's about depopulization for them. That's what it is. Because for 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 and and, and it could be on the Republican side. I don't know who it is, but all I know is that is that I always got the sense that they're just trying to control, you know, us that sex out, uh, you know, getting out of hand, and us, you know what I'm saying. Uh, going through another baby boomer movie. <laughs> another baby boomer talk. <laughs> mm. So that that's why that started right there. Did you know that? Mm. At least that's what I did. 
well, I think that, you know, one way or another, you know, they, 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 they're going to end up, uh, you know, at this point, if they keep injecting our food uh, and creating it in a laptop, in a lab room, um, no one, every male will be sterile, uh, you know, within the next couple of years anyway. So I think they'll be safe. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you do have to keep a cap on certain things. But, you know, yeah, this is what has happened in the world. You know, um, I used to argue with my brother because I was um, very, you know, um, I, I, I try to, you know, do organic and all this stuff. And he used to, you know, argue back with me and tell me, you know, how it's, you know, manure and how, you know, the reason why they, they developed genetically modified food was because all these people need to eat now. And, you know, it's, yeah. it needs to, you know, be mass produced and, you know, and this and that. And I mean, I would argue with him back and forth because, you know, like if you're eating something that was created in a test tube, can we really like, and, and we're the test dummies. So, you know, genetically modified food has just become, you know, the, the craze or whatever you want to call it, you know, it more, you know, now ish, right. The past 10 years or better. Um, so we're not going to know if it, it, I mean, how can it not cause cancer? They're, they're using pesticides and they're putting it inside of the, the fruits and the vegetables so that you can't even wash it off. So you're eating, wow. yeah, you're eating pesticides. I mean, so how is that not going to cause cancer? And, or maybe like you said, they'll, they'll, you know, nobody will reproduce because everybody will be sterile, but you know, I mean, there's so many things that go on. And again, the sheep, we all kind of walk around and you know what, honestly, educating yourself on it sometimes is like a double edged sword, in my opinion, because once you educate yourself on it, now you're really fucked because now you you're smarter and you know better. And now you still have to conform because this is the way it goes, because how much, I mean, we all want to make a, a, a difference, right? So, you know, if everybody has that attitude, then nobody's going to make a difference, but it becomes very difficult when you're quote unquote fighting the establishment, right? Because, you know, this is like, we all have to eat, um, you know, we all have to do these things and all of these things are being created, um, you know, in test tubes and it's scary. Yeah. That's okay. I was, playing, I was playing the video, and it has like a, a delay with the sound. That's funny. Oh, yeah. You mean on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. But you know what, though? Going back to what you're saying, I mean, that's very true. That's very true. And, and like, that goes back, that goes to the actually, you know, the subject that we're dealing with now is the, is the coronavirus thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow. You know? <sighs> I mean, we're in a situation where we don't even know what's coming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know what? It, we never know what's coming. And the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, you can't, you know, if you don't know enough about something, how are you going to fix it or change it? So it's, yeah. you know, and that's the whole thing is that, you know, our, our, our immune systems weakened, um, because of us living and eating these types of, of, of foods and stuff. I mean, who the hell knows, you know, I mean, you know, so much stuff that we use, I was saying it last week, you know, like the, you know, we get so much from the Chinese, um, you know, now we're going to get a virus, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, 
Exactly. Like, I think we, we, we should have shut that bridge down a long time ago, people. But what happened? And you know what? To be honest with you, that's why everybody has a cell phone now. You know that, right? I mean, we have, everybody has a cell phone now because the, the Chinese have their hands in, in you know, the, the, cell, the cell business. It's just the way it is. So, I mean, there's some things that we can attribute to that, and there's some things that I, I just think that the cell, the cell phone ruins. <laughs> well, yeah, and like, it's like face-to-face conversations with people. <laughs> even phone, actually, not even, not even just face-to-face, even an actual phone conversation. You know, nobody. Exactly. We were trying to figure something out on the computer earlier, you and I, and like you called me. It's like. You know, we were texting, and then you called me. It's like, oh, what a novel idea! Like, we can yeah. actually speak on the phone because so I'm an OG. I'm right, an OG, baby, I come from the old school. You know, what I'm saying? I know. I wish the I wish the, uh, the, uh, the the telephone, the uh, landline. We still had the landline. That was the greatest, brilliant. Most, where's all the, the? I mean, yes, they did away with the telephone pole. That's good, but. Now we're in, we're being induced with the with this whole five G network system, and I heard that, that there's some bad things about five G radiation and you know, stuff, right? Physically. Yeah, I I heard the same thing. A lot of people have been trying to fight it. So that's the whole thing is that we live in this world that you know we're surrounded by all of these things that are going to kill us. <laughs> so yeah, you know, they're kill us. It's, it is, it's very scary. So, you know, yeah, the conspiracy theory, God, we could talk about that until tomorrow, you know, um, <laughs> that's, yeah. you know, that's easy enough, but, uh, you know, you didn't ask me any questions about, about, uh, about my, my music stuff. That's what we need to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about, well, we were talking about it and then we segued. So we can talk about music. Tell me what you got coming up. So. I'm really proud of this project, okay? I'm really proud of this project that I'm about to release called Live. And uh, I also, what it is about this project is that I can't get it out soon enough. And and even when it comes out, it's still going to be the, the perfect time. You know what I'm saying? So imagine the the uh, moxie moron in that one. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. It's like, it's, it's like, it, 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 it's not going to come out soon enough, but it's going to come out at the perfect time. And I'll tell you why. Because it deals, again, it deals with the issue lies, you know, about all these lies that's going around, and not just lies, but the way that the truth is concocted up, the way the truth is twisted around, uh-huh. you know, the way that we use the truth uh, as a weapon, uh-huh. but, but, but we falsify the facts, you know, it's like, come on, man, you know, just to, to raise ourselves above another man, that, that, that is... I wasn't taught that way. I'm an honorable fighter. So I will bitch slap you first <laughs> and make sure you know who you're dealing with. Uh-huh. That's how that's how I work, how I roll. Okay. All right. Well now so and that's uh now what? Are you you wrote this, uh you're you're performing it, you're producing it. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. I didn't mean to say that, but <laughs> No, I'm I'm asking you. I'm passionate. I, oh, so I'm sorry, what, what was your question again? I said, so you wrote this, you're producing yes. it, uh, you're yes. performing well, it. Well, yes, but what it is, <laughs> that, well, since I was inspired the day I wrote it, I've been working on, you know, the uh, the creativity of it and how I want 
how I want to present it and how I want it to, you know, the, because to me, a, a song is a, is, is like a, it's like a baby or like a person, you know, sure. it has its own character, sure. it has its own mind, it has its own brain, or you could, you can, uh, relate it to a story, yep. you know, it has a beginning, it has a middle and it has an end. Yep. And so it's like with this track, it, it just can't come out soon enough. And with that said, I have an album following. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's great. So when, how can people, um, can they'll find it? You're going to put it out there like iTunes or yeah. whatever. How do people yeah. find you? Yeah. So, it, so I will, so what it is is that please, you know, those that, that hear this, you guys can uh, look me up on Facebook. Unfortunately, I use Facebook or I should say fortunately Facebook. I meant fortunately, um, you know, I use Facebook to, uh, to get my audience aware of, of my music a right, lot right? and YouTube as well. But, uh, right now, since I don't have, I only have one song, two songs published on Facebook right now that are, I mean, on Facebook, on YouTube that are, you know, that YouTube won't mess with. I have other music, but the YouTube won't mess with. And that's Precious and Princess. So, uh, if you guys want to find, first of all, find me on Facebook. Um, you can find me with all caps, the real Spanish line. Okay. That's how you find me. www.facebook.com slash the real Spanish fly. And that's how you find me. Okay. And uh, and then you can I can I'll always link out all my information about my, my business, my uh, my my day to day operation or uh, business. And uh, and all the update on my up and coming music uh, to be released and when the times are gonna be because I don't really have an actual release date on my album, first of all. And in terms of my uh, live, live is, uh, is actually late, it's overdue. It's long, I mean, it's, you know, it's just late. So what it is is that I'm going to, you know, throw it out there again and see what happens, uh, I mean, in terms of timing. Um, might be the, it might be next month, it might be the month after that, I'm not sure. It's just All right, cool, so it's um, coming. Um, and now, what what would you say, I mean, before you said you didn't want to call the music freestyle, so what where, where, what genre of music is this? Is it dance? Is it what? So, so my my particular music will be under electro-funk. Electro-funk, okay. Yes, electro-funk. I know. So that would, that would be in the, in the category of Lisa Lisa, uh, you know, Pretty much, uh, Trenier, um, in terms of freestyle. Now, in terms of mainstream radio, it, it, that, it, it falls under the same category in terms of dance club okay. and radio. Okay. Well, cool. So you're going to have to make sure that, um, you know, that, that us, the, the DJs here at Miami Mike Radio have that song, too, so we can play it on the, on the radio. Awesome. I really appreciate that. So please be, be uh, you know, uh, up on my post, uh, Karen, because that way, you know, you can let people know when, when it's ready. And then I, you know, they'll know by your, your followers will know when my music is coming out as well. Yes. I will do my very best to do that. And, you know, I'm, well, once we will definitely, you know, love to play it, um, you know, on the station as well, because that fits right in with our genre. So I'm excited. I, I, aren't you excited? Yeah. I bet you can't wait. Um, I am so excited. Let me tell you, I, I, I'm so excited that, like, I'm taking every day as if I've already made it, as if I've already, 
a part of the secret. I'm thinking every day as if, what do I got to worry about? I'm a billionaire. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna let the bad energy. I don't care if this is the. This is the revelation. We're living in revelations, and and uh, you know the battle of Armageddon about is going down. I'm still gonna live my life as though it is my. It is the last day, and I put my trust in God Almighty. That's it. Hey, you listen, know? you know what? It, it, you got to keep your eye on the prize. I always have said that, you know, you got to keep your eye on the prize and nothing wrong with, uh, you know, having a, a positive uh, outlook and nothing wrong with, um, you know, setting a goal and, and hopefully achieving it. So, you know, that's all good. And I look forward exactly. to hearing it. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Can I be, if you exactly. do, if you, I look at it like this. There's people out there, this is how you're going to know me. There's people out there that throw rocks into a, into a river. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. that throw, that they throw rocks into a, a beautiful lake. But I'm the guy that, throws, that skims the rock into the lake. I skim it. I'll skim the rock. I see. Okay? In art form. So, exactly. So for me, it's like everything, and I come at it with, 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 a, with a, a pers different perspective than than the consensus of the general public and, and and the consensus of general thought process on Facebook or even Twitter or, or Instagram. I have I, I try to look at everything um, from a different set of lenses because if you if you try to you know follow the, the sheep off you're just gonna follow them off the cliff. Yeah, absolutely. No well so can I ask you a question? Can I be in your can, if you can do a music video, can I be in your video? <laughs> Okay, All that's right. it. You heard it live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. I am in the video. <laughs> that's right. Stacy in the house. Listen, I told you I went to performing arts. I was a dance major, so you know I could, you know, I could, you know, bop around a little bit on, 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 you know, in, on, on beat. So don't worry, I, I got it. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be in my video, baby, you better look good. <laughs> All right, I will do my best. I, I can't, you know, I will do my best. I mean, I'm I'm pushing. We both are pushing. I, I'm gonna be 50 before you. So if you do it before April, I'll still only be 49. <laughs> me? <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. I know, oh, but you right. got until August. You got until August. <laughs> well, I got to say that you were totally awesome, and I am so happy that we got to spend this time together and shoot the, the real shit, you know, the, the real talk, and, uh, and talk about it, and hopefully our uh, listeners will be able to... Um, hear your, yeah, I don't know what's going on. There's feedback coming in from somewhere. Um, our listeners will hopefully have the opportunity to hear your music and, um, and, and be able to follow you. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate that. So what Thanks. I would like you... I would like you to do for me when we hang up the phone is, you know, we're live on the feed on uh, Facebook Live. So if you want to just, you know, put your info in on there so people can find you, that would be awesome. Okay, you got it. 
All right. All right. Well, I thank you so much for taking this time to talk to me and to all of my listeners. And um, I had a lot of fun with you and I hope we can do it again. And maybe we can figure out how to be together on the video. Yes. I, I say let's make that a, a, a goal of ours. Okay. We could call it part two. That's it. That's it. You know what? That's what I love is that when I have my guests that come, that they want to come back. So I'm always grateful for that. So I, I thank you so much. And we look forward to your album coming out. So you are listening to Rocky Ramos, The Real Spanish Fly. And he's going to enter his information um, on here afterwards. But you can find him on Facebook, Rocky Ramos, uh, The Real Spanish Fly. So, Rock, thank you so much. You are the best, and we will talk real soon. You're the best, Karen. You're the best. Thank you. Ciao, baby. Ciao, baby. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. I don't know what happened. If it was the background from him, if it was me, I don't know what the hell happened, but my ears were, were just, there was some background somewhere, and with my headphones in, it was a little painful. I don't know what, what, what happened there. But anyway, I am very, um, what a fun show. I, I love having guests that um, go in as deep as me um, because it's not easy to, you know, have those real intense conversations, right? Because so many conversations that we have are so surface um, that I get excited when I actually have somebody where we can, you know, get into that substance and have that like heart to heart kind of thing. That's like better done over like a bottle of wine, but you know, over the internet, live on the radio, it's all relative, you know, it's like having a bottle of wine, but not. <laughs> so thank you, Rocky Ramos for uh, doing the show tonight and being real and being awesome. Uh, I am grateful to have, like I said, guests that uh, can keep me on the level that we can go back and forth. So that was absolutely awesome. I don't know if we lost people because of the fact that um, we got a little too intense, but you know what? It's all good. It's real talk. That's what it's about. It's supposed to be intense. So now let's get back to... Um, <clears throat> well, not get back to, but let me just reiterate... Uh, what I was talking about when we first started the show. So um, I wanted to remind everybody or let people know in case you don't know, um, we are having an event at the Villa Borghese. Um, and that is in Wappingers Falls, Villa Borghese. And we are going to have Mr. Miami Mike uh, is going to be the DJ for the evening. And he's going to be playing a flashback dance party, 80s, 90s, discos, freestyle. And the good thing is, is that I know there, there are a lot of people tuned in right now that do not live in the New York area and they will not be able to attend, but you can listen live on Miami Mike Radio. So on Saturday night, which the event starts at 8 p.m. 
you can tune in to Miami Mike Radio and you can hear the music that um, you know we're we're gonna be listening to. And you know who knows? I might steal the mic and you know say hello to everybody. You, you know, one never knows what where my big mouth will get me, right? Um, so that is taking place Saturday, August seventh, from eight to twelve a.m. So. There were also uh, a few performances. So we were just talking to Rocky Ramos, who uh, is a freestyle artist or electro-funk, as it, it, it is titled, what he just said. So we're going to have Nocera singing her number one hit, Summertime, and Let's Go. So she's going to be performing. Shy is going to be performing his freestyle hit, uh, With All My Heart. Then we have... Um, uh, the, the, they're going to be performing the Mexican. So, um, we have, uh, my phone's going cuckoo right now. So, um, the thing is that we have tickets for this. So you need to purchase the tickets in advance before the actual event. So, um, if you're interested in coming, it's $50 per person. And that includes international food stations and three drinks um per person and of course unlimited soft drinks so um and of course you have to be 21 or over to come because you know what else would we want right we gotta be drinking you gotta be you know of age so if anybody's interested i want to put together a table um and i want to know who's gonna come and we are, if if we don't have tickets in our hand, you do have to order them online, so they can be purchased um, through Eventbrite, or they can be purchased directly through the Villa Borghese. So uh, I believe the contact person there is Paul. So just let them know that you are, you know, coming for the event on March 7th and that you heard it here on Real Talk. And I would love to see you guys. Um, maybe we can have a drink together. So um, I want to thank you guys all for tuning in. I apologize that we started the Facebook Live on one uh, page and ended up on another page. But the Facebook Live powers that be were bead and it is what it is. But always remember that you can tune into, well, you should be tuned in to MiamiMikeRadio.com. You can always put in the TuneIn app and uh, just hit Miami Mike Radio. And you can listen to any of, uh, you know, that's live. I am also on the TuneIn app, uh, Real Talk with Karen Stacy. Obviously, I am not live, but I record all of my shows and I do upload them. So if you ever miss a show, you can always go to that TuneIn app and just hit Real Talk with Karen Stacy. You can hit the heart button, which means that you like me, you heart me. And you, when you put the app on, it'll give you the option. So you, you can like Miami Mike Radio, you can like uh, Real Talk with Karen Stacy, and this way when you go to the TuneIn app, you can just click on that, and you can either hear live on the radio, or you can hear, um, uh, you know, my recorded versions uh, in case you missed it, which really comes in handy because if you have um, a car that has a... Um, uh, uh, Apple CarPlay or Android Play, I don't even know what it's called, um, you can actually listen in the car. 
which is pretty cool. You just, I, I mean, with my car, I have to plug it into the, the cord that goes into the car thing. And then uh, it, it shows up on my screen and you can listen uh, through that, which is pretty cool. So if you have like a long ride, uh, you're driving home from work or you're driving to work, or maybe you take your kids to something and you got to sit in the car for an hour and wait for them, or you got to sit in the place and wait for them, throw your ear pods in and listen to the shows. It'll, you know, gives you something to do. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I am not sure what I have up my sleeve yet for next week, but you know I'm always open to suggestions. I had somebody reach out to me today and said that they had questions and wanted advice on women. <laughs> oh boy, maybe I shouldn't be the one answering that question, right? Uh, but, you know, so I will be addressing that as well. So you know what? Let's keep it moving. I'm always open for suggestions, ideas, and amazing people that I can talk to. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys very much. I hope you have a great week. Happy Tuesday. Peace, love, and respect, right? That's what uh, DJ Simply Nice. Peace, love, and music. I say peace, love, and talk, music, respect. It's all about that, right? So I love you guys. Be well. See you next week.